Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Would you be the jerk for telling your own sick mother that you prioritize your in-laws? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not attending BioDaughter's wedding because her stepsister was not invited? My old daughter's dad and I's relationship did not end on good terms, and while I tried my best to keep the children out of it, he did not agree, and in an attempt to get the kids to side with him, he went on a smear campaign against me. While he didn't accomplish his goal of getting them to want to be with him, he was successful in straining my relationship with my daughter. I tried therapy and every possible thing, but once she was old enough to refuse, she stopped participating. I remarried when bio daughter was 13 and my husband had a daughter who's two years younger than our bio daughter since in the beginning the girls did not get along at first bio daughter was the one instigating but eventually in their teen years the hate became mutual both girls are now in their mid-20s and their relationship has not gotten any better bio daughter's getting married next year and she's having a fairly large wedding I knew since the beginning that stepdaughter was not in the wedding party, but everyone assumed she was at least invited to the ceremony. While talking about the wedding, the topic of stepdaughter was brought up, at which point my daughter said that stepdaughter wasn't invited. When I asked her why, her reasoning was that she wants an intimate wedding. This would normally be a reasonable response, except for the fact that even friends that she hadn't seen since elementary school are invited, but her stepsister is not. So I pressed her and she said the reason why she isn't invited is because she's not family. I said if stepsister is not family, then neither is stepdad and her half-siblings, and by proxy, I'm also not family, and so if it's a family-only wedding, then there's no point in me attending. She obviously got upset and started screaming and ended up leaving. She told her aunts and grandparents and everyone is saying that I'm a jerk for refusing to attend her wedding. In this situation, I feel like OP's just kind of overstating their authority and who they can decide shows up to this wedding, or who is or isn't fit to be invited. Would you guys agree when I say I just don't think it's their place to be trying to decide who is or isn't invited? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for marrying a child-free woman when I have kids? I know a lot of you are going you're the jerk with just the title, but hear me out. I, male 30, married my high school sweetheart when we were 19 and had two kids, male 9 and male 7. It was not a happy marriage and arrival of baby number 2 pushed us to divorce. We had shared custody 50-50 for 5 years till I had to move to a different state for work. My ex and I discussed and she said she wanted to keep them full time. She also expressed a wish for her husband adopting our kids and I agreed. He'd been acting like a dad to them for 4 years and will be more a dad to them now since I moved. I only started to date when I moved state. I realized a lot of women my age or younger plan to have kids in the future. I don't want to. I love my kids but I also know how hard it is to raise young children and don't want to do it again. Finally, I met this woman who is child-free and we clicked off. One year into this and I feel like she is for me. So I proposed and she said yes. 
When I told my ex-wife this, she called me a jerk for choosing to marry a woman who won't like our kids around. I told her I see the kids only on call or when I visit, and she does like kids, just doesn't want her own. Since I'm playing distant uncle to them, it's apt she's playing distant aunt. My ex said it's not like that and what would I do if something happened to her? I reminded her that her husband has adopted the kids and is a parent too. She asked what if they both died, and I told her I would then step up as the single parent I am. I reminded her we are all young, so this is hypothetical, and I can't keep my life on hold for hypotheticals. She got mad telling me I'm ditching my responsibility towards the kids, said I should always choose my kids. Her husband later called me congratulating me on engagement and said he understood. My family's on my side over this, but ex-wife's family is blasting my phone and calling me the jerk. Am I the jerk? My fiancé know about my children and the circumstances. She has no problem with it as long as she's not expected to parent them, and I have no plan to ever ask her to be a parent. She has more of a fun aunt role with my kids. A lot of you are hung up on the distant uncle part. Let me clarify. My kids know I am their father. We video call almost every day. I visit them on long weekends and spend Christmas with them. I called my role that of an uncle because I know what the role dad entails. I realistically can't parent them from where I am. It's a fact. About ditching my responsibility onto another guy, it was the best decision for the kids. This guy was a friend of ours and he can't have kids of his own. It's knowing that he'll truly love my kids as his own that let me agree to adoption. About moving, my career is very important to me. The plan was always to move, since we married. Divorce and split custody made me stay on for five more years. Staying any more would have essentially ruined my career. I talked to X if I could bring kids with me or would they consider moving? It was a no, saying her family was there. I would have fought for full custody, but with how young the kids are and they have the two-parent household, it felt like the better choice for them. Yes, they are my kids and I love them, so I also know what was the best option for them. I'm not the greatest dad no matter how much I try. I realized it only after having kids and seeing kids with my ex's husband. Loving isn't about holding close, it's also making best choices for everyone. Additionally, my movement I could build a more substantial college fund for both kids. Take them on better vacations. I mean, ignoring the weird relationship they have with their kids that's not really the heart of the argument here. OP's not a jerk for marrying somebody who doesn't want kids or doesn't want to be necessarily involved in raising your kids. I don't think OP deserved to get shamed for that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking for a dress code exception and ruining my relationship with my sister-in-law? I, female 28, am a Muslim woman. I was not raised Muslim, but I converted during a difficult time in my life, and I honestly believe it saved me. My husband, male 30, was there for me during this time and has always understood my reasons and is very supportive despite being an atheist himself. My husband's sister, female 24, is getting married and asked me to be a bridesmaid, which I'm thrilled to do. We've chosen a modest dress which I can wear with a hijab, and there are no qualms on that front. The issue comes with her bachelorette party. She wants a Vegas-themed party and all the girls must wear bikinis and coordinating colors. Now, I wouldn't mind this if I was just in the company of women, but I cannot show off my body in front of men. And two of the bridesmaids are my sister-in-law's gay best friends, male 24 and male 25. These two guys are lovely and I have absolutely no issue with them, but I cannot wear a bikini in front of them. 
I try to compromise with my sister-in-law and wear something modest but still in the color scheme, but she says I'm being homophobic and ruining the vibe of the party. She said if I can't wear a bikini, then I shouldn't bother being a bridesmaid at all. My husband said I need to do whatever makes me feel comfortable, but my mother-in-law, female 62, is saying that I'm driving a wedge in the family over nothing. And it isn't like I've never worn a bikini before and I can set aside my ideas for one night. She said that they don't count as men under the Muslim definition because they're gay and won't look at me like that and I'm purposely being difficult. My sister-in-law has followed through with uninviting me over this and said she'll never be able to see me the same way again because of my selfish behavior. So I come to the internet to ask if I'm being the jerk. Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk here. They have a very clear, established tradition and belief. The fact that everybody's trying to pry into OP's beliefs and make them compromise on them is kind of just disappointing to see. I don't know if there's a great compromise here when you're establishing you have to wear bikinis here, but OP obviously deserves a pass in some way or another. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mom she doesn't understand because she's never been pregnant? I, 28-year-old male, was adopted by my mother. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. She was incapable of conceiving a child after having a hysterectomy due to a horrible accident. She's grieved her uterus and biological children, so it's not a subject we bring up. My fiancé is 27 weeks pregnant and has diagnosed hyperemesis gravidarum. We just got a diagnosis finally after no one was listening to, and we're trying to get her body back on track, but some things are too much. We had my mother and father over yesterday night for dinner. My mother wanted to teach my fiancé how to cook an authentic Italian meal. After many apologies, my fiancé said she couldn't take the smell and went upstairs. My mother is short-tempered. She's old-fashioned Italian and is very strict and judgmental. She began to go on and on about how you never treat a guest that way, especially an in-law, and how she had driven 40 minutes to come do this. 
I tried to explain the situation and she insisted my fiance was just being overdramatic. So I said, you wouldn't understand ma because you've never been pregnant. My mom bursted into tears and they left. My dad called me and said he agreed with me but I needed to apologize because my mom had locked herself in the bedroom for the night crying. I of course feel bad for my mom but she doesn't understand. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk, but I do think it might be worth a small apology just because in the heat of the moment, you weren't thinking about it, you didn't realize how that would upset her and you didn't mean for it to be like that, just trying to stand up for your partner. This next story is, am I the jerk for breaking her heart by refusing to live at my mom's house anymore? I'm 16 year old female, my mom and dad are divorced and they're both 45. I'm their only child together and it happened when I was relatively young cause dad realized he was gay and they've always had a cordial relationship since. My dad has since remarried as has my mom, so I have two stepdads. It can get confusing so I'll call them Steve, 48, who's my dad's husband, and Mark, 47, who's my mom's husband. I've always split the time between both houses as it's a flexible custody agreement. I love both equally but I've always preferred my dad's house because the room is bigger and because it's just me there. Mark has two sons who are just always there and loud and they make a lot of mess. Not in a malicious way but they're just annoying teen boys. The house is only four bedrooms so they already take up two but now my mom and Mark are taking in Mark's two nieces and a nephew because his sister died and they want to stay with the family. This means that both Steve's sons are going to have to share a room, and my mom said it wasn't ideal, but I would have to share too. My mom and Mark said it would only be until they find a bigger house, but I know they can't afford one, and I refused. All the kids are younger than me and I don't want to share with one. Plus, the noise and mess would be multiplied and I'd have no privacy at all. I got really annoyed because my mom was getting upset and said she was trying to make the best of a bad situation and I ended up calling my dad and asked if he could get me. I told him how I felt and after talking about it more with Steve too, I decided I don't want to live at my mom's anymore because one house with six kids isn't fair. I went back with Steve who calmly told my mom what I wanted and he helped me get all my belongings from there and I've been at his and my dad's since. My mom has been calling and texting a lot, as has Mark who's been telling me I'm breaking her heart because she isn't doing it maliciously, we're trying to help out family who have nowhere else to go. I understand that, but they don't have the room and I don't want to sacrifice my privacy. I'm really annoyed because why are they taking in kids they have no room for? My dad is really annoyed with my mom too because I struggled a lot with Mark's sons moving in and he thinks she's putting too much on me. Steve has been really supportive and isn't bad-mouthing anyone and thinks I'm justified in my hurt and has been hugging me and stuff a lot since I can't stop crying. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think Opie's the jerk. When you're a 16 year old, you deserve privacy, you deserve a room of your own if it can be done. And what I think is especially wrong about this is this expectation that you're going to share a room with people you've never met, you have no connection to, you have no relation to. I think OP's feelings are extremely valid. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my cousin to use my deceased child's name and making a TikTok my aunt who was pushing the matter? I, 27 year old female, had a baby girl in November 2017. I had spontaneous placenta abruption. She died four days later. Her name was Audrey. I named her after my father, Dennis, 59's mother. 
My father's sister Gloria, 60s, never came to see my daughter or I in the hospital, despite my family calling her numerous times. Gloria was always controlling and possessive over my grandparents. It was always an issue between Gloria and the rest of the family. I remember her always making snarky comments about how my grandparents favored Dennis's kids over her grandkids. In November 2022, my second cousin Anne, 25, Gloria's granddaughter, announced she was pregnant. And a few days after she found out the gender in December, Anne made a post about names she was considering. One of them was my little angel girl's name. Tears came to my eyes seeing the shape of my little girl's name. I was so confused why my cousin would even think of using it. I messaged and let her know that that would make me really uncomfortable. Anne was super understanding and she said she was only considering it because her granny suggested it as a way to honor her mom and it's a family name, which did not surprise me. My grandma's name was not a family name. It was her name only and then my daughter's. Every year, my dad has a gathering in early December. After gifts, I was sitting on the floor playing with my second child, female, three. I heard Gloria discussing Anne's pregnancy with my other uncle, an aunt. She said Anne was having a girl and then started speaking about names. Gloria said, well, Anne wanted to use Audrey. And then as she continued to speak, Gloria raised her voice, saying, But Emily asked her not to, in a snarky tone and rolled her eyes. Knowing my Aunt Gloria suggested that name with no regard to the fact that my daughter was a living, breathing person, felt like my daughter meant nothing. A few days later, after Anne made another post and Gloria commented suggesting my daughter's name again, I messaged my aunt. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I was rude, but I didn't cuss at her or call her names. I told her how I felt and asked her to please stop pushing the name on Anne, and she just gaslit me and said I was disrespecting my elders. A day or so after the event, I made a TikTok video about it. I didn't use their names, it got under 800 views. My Aunt Gloria found the video a few days ago. Gloria made a Facebook post warning me to never post about her again. There was no name calling, but I was a condescending witch in my comments on her post. I told Gloria my feelings and didn't think about hers like she hadn't thought about mine. Gloria just continued to gaslight me and continued to tell me she's my aunt and my elder and I was in the wrong. My aunt and some other family members are saying I am wrong for making a TikTok and making such a big deal out of the situation in the first place. So am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. I mean, you literally birthed this person. It's not like they didn't exist. And this isn't like it's some really early stage thing that maybe would be unhealthy to have such a connection to. And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't even seem like Anne is that crazy about the name anyways. So for Aunt Gloria to keep pushing the name is just so callous. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister gender reveal parties are tacky and attention seeking? My sister, 25 year old female, has always been a bit of an attention seeker. She would always announce her grades, new jobs, raises, etc. whenever the family was together. It killed me when she used to tell the entire family she got a 100 on her test in a class that we were taking together. Even though she knew I only got a C- or a D+, and they would ask me how I did after her announcement. She was always the golden child and I, 26-year-old female, was the screw-up. We're both pregnant right now, both of our first kids. She's married with a great job and a house, and I'm on my own in a studio right now. A couple weeks ago, I got an invitation to her gender reveal barbecue slash pool party. I didn't want to deal with her showing off to the entire family in front of me, so I told her I won't be coming. She asked why, so I told her that I didn't want to deal with her friends and our family. She insisted it would be fun, so I told her that gender reveal parties are tacky, and I don't want to deal with it. She again insisted that it would be fun, and just to think of it as a barbecue with colored cookies. I snapped at her that I didn't want to go to a stupid party to watch her show off to our family just like she did when we were younger. She hung up on me and now our parents are upset at me for being rude to her. Honestly, I think gender reveal parties have really gotten a bad rep. The problem is when you do really stupid stuff at them, like setting all these balloons off into the atmosphere, or god forbid all these things that shoot something or set something on fire potentially. I think OP's got some deep-rooted feelings whether or not they were genuinely inspired or not, but those are manifesting in a very unhealthy way and OP hasn't provided enough clarification here to not come across as the jerk. It just seems like they're jealous that they can't live up to the achievements and accomplishments of their own sibling. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not getting my sister to leave my wedding? My wedding was on a small island with the main boat taking everyone back, 45 minute journey at 1am. We paid for two additional boats, 8pm and 10.30pm for anyone who couldn't party until early morning. My sister messaged us prior to the wedding and told us she was trying to sort out her own private boat at 8pm as she had to get my young nieces to bed. We told her we could organize one for her as we already had to get the photographer back at 8pm. She agreed. Note, she previously asked us to move our wedding date forward one week after we sent the save the dates out because my niece was starting school after the wedding weekend. We had asked her input before we booked, specifically mentioning my nieces and school term times, and she told us to go ahead and book what we wanted. So we did, and we chose not to move the date as we booked and let all our guests know. I feel this has been an issue of contention ever since. Back to the wedding night, I started the dance floor music early so my nieces could dance with us before they left, and my sister and brother-in-law really got into dancing with them. My wedding planner asked me who will be on the 8pm boat. I looked at my sister and said, ah, my family, but I'm not sure which of them at the moment. This was an error on my part, as I should have specified I didn't know if my parents would also leave with my sister. My wedding planner then went on the DJ microphone and gave a notice that the first boat would leave in 10 minutes. My sister's family is still dancing, but I don't ask them to stop and leave to get the boat. We eventually say bye. She then suddenly makes a beeline for me across the dance floor with really angry eyes and says the boat left. I'm like, what? And she says, yeah, you told your wedding planner you didn't think we were going. I then said, oh no, that's not what I said. And she says, am I stuck here? 
I say, yes, because I had no idea what to suggest on the spot, and she storms away from me. I speak to my wedding planner, who is apologizing profusely and saying she's calling around different boat companies to see if anyone can help. My niece sees me again and excitedly runs up to hug me now that they're back, and my sister shouts, girls, come on, and they move away from me and my planner. That bit broke my heart. My husband asked his family for cash as a new boat was available and sorted them out. Meanwhile, I cried in a toilet cubicle. She messaged us both the next day saying, hope we had a nice night, and I wished my niece a good first day of school in response. We haven't really spoken since. I can't tell if she is mad at me or is mad that I'm possibly mad at her. Either way, I can't quite lose the anxiety. I mean, could OP have theoretically have made more of an effort or spoken up more? Probably, but does that make them the jerk for not doing so? I don't think so. In that situation, when they get on the microphone and say the first boat is leaving in 10 minutes, they should be making their way to the boat. They shouldn't just keep on dancing like nothing's happening. Like the wedding planner up there saying that announcement was some kind of weird remix. This next story is... Am I the jerk for telling my mom that my girlfriend's dog means more to me than her stepson? I, 20-year-old male, had a rocky relationship with Andrew, 21-year-old male, from the beginning. My mom married his dad six years ago, and they made me move out of my bedroom so he could have it to himself, because he said he doesn't want to share. They made me sleep on the couch instead of getting another bed. He spent the next several years making fun of my hobbies and calling me feminine for my obsession with origami. Two years ago, he slept with my then-girlfriend Kate. The day I found out was the final day I actually considered him my brother. After that, he was just my mom's stepson. Yesterday was his birthday. I haven't seen him for over a year, and I didn't attend the party. When my mom asked me why I didn't drop by with a present, I told her, I just don't care about his birthday. She said last month, you went to your girlfriend's dog's birthday party. You bought him two toys. I said, well, yes but I actually love my girlfriend's dog. I don't love Andrew. She asked if the dog actually means more to me than Andrew. And I said, absolutely. Your stepson means nothing to me. She then screamed about how I'm a disgrace and called me a disappointment, saying I shouldn't be so cruel to her. You're not being cruel to her, and Andrew shouldn't have been cruel to OP. They crossed the line. They've been nothing but a jerk. They don't deserve a relationship with OP. What redeeming factors are there to establish any kind of care or any kind of relationship? Just being your mom's stepson doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with them. Shoot, even if they were your actual brother, you don't have to have a relationship with them. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sick mom I will always prioritize my in-laws? My mom has eight kids. I'm the fourth. She was a crap mom. She always seemed to hate me in particular. I think it's because I look exactly like my dad, not in the picture. Another thing that happened was when I was 16, our house burned down. We had to move into a family friend's basement. My mom basically told me to get out and go find a place because it's too crowded here, even though she never said that to my two older sisters who still lived with her. One was above 18. The next year, my mom got another house and I moved back in. When I turned 18, she told me I had to pay rent. My older siblings were supposed to as well, but she never enforced it with them. My second oldest sister is in her 30s now and still lives at home. She just sits on her phone all day. I never realized how freaked up this was until I met my now wife and her parents. 
and while I know my mom tried her best as a single mom, she never tried her best with me. That's my therapist talking. Now my mom is trying to repair her relationship with me. She has skin cancer. She got it taken out, but the margins were positive or something. She's not dying tomorrow, but does need more surgery. She invites me for holidays and calls every few months to rant about my other siblings. She called me last week and asked me to come over this weekend. I said I need to ask my wife what days we're going to her parents' house. She said, why can't you set a date with me and then go to wife's parents' house on the opposite day? I told her that I will always prioritize my wife's parents, and they and my wife always get to pick the day. She acted all sad. I said, sorry, I didn't mean it like that, but we both know I did. Now, my younger sister, who is her favorite, is asking me, how dare you? She told me mom called her crying. I said mom's an adult who can manage her own feelings, and I'm not responsible for them. She even tried to call and tattle to my wife. Little does she know, if it were up to my wife, we wouldn't talk to any of them. My sister said that upsetting an older sick person can make them take a turn for the worse, and if anything happens to mom, it's on me and I need to call and tell her I love her. My wife says don't worry about it. Am I the jerk? OP is not the jerk, and I think they said it perfectly when they said their mom's an adult who can manage her own feelings and they're not responsible for them. If she didn't treat you that well growing up, honestly, she should probably recognize and be grateful that there's any kind of a relationship. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my husband leave a wedding reception with me? My husband, 34-year-old male, and I, 32-year-old female, have been married for 8 years and have 2 kids, 6 and 4. I'm currently 7 months pregnant with our third child. This has been by far my worst pregnancy. Overall, health-wise, me and my baby are fine, no major issues, but the general fatigue and discomfort of being pregnant while also having 2 other kids to take care of is wearing on me. I've also had more nausea and terrible heartburn. As a result of me being tired literally all the time, my husband's had to take on a lot of additional household and childcare duties. He's been great about it and things are still running smoothly, even though I can do about a third of the household and kid stuff I usually do. This past weekend we attended a wedding for one of my friends from college. My husband knows a lot of people in this friend group and he was really looking forward to some adult social interaction. The wedding was a 3 hour drive from our place so we got his parents to babysit and booked a hotel so we wouldn't have to drive home and could enjoy the reception. I felt fine all day up until halfway through the reception, but it was like I hit a wall energy-wise and started getting terrible heartburn. My husband was off mingling with people while I pretty much just sat at a table for over an hour talking with whoever came by to say hi. My husband came over to check on me and I told him that I wasn't feeling well and wanted to leave. He asked if I would be comfortable taking the shuttle back to the hotel by myself so that he could stick around and keep socializing. I told him I want him to come back to the room with me in case I start feeling worse so that he can take care of me. He didn't protest or argue with me but he did give a big sigh in the okay fine kind of way. When we got back to the room I was so exhausted that I fell asleep immediately. He was short with me all morning as we were getting ready to leave. A lot of one word answers kind of stuff. On the way home, I asked him what his deal was and he said he's frustrated that I made him go back to the room with me only for me to fall asleep. He said if he knew I was just going to fall asleep, he would have stayed at the reception for longer. 
He said that this was the first social interaction he's had in months, and with the new baby coming, will probably be his last social interaction like that for months again. I told him that I didn't make him come back with me, I just told him I wanted him to in case I felt worse. I also told him my health should be his priority over any social event anyway. He said that I wasn't really giving him a choice, because if he stayed, even if I fell asleep right away like I did, I would still hold it against him that he chose wrong. He said he was just enjoying behaving like an adult instead of a dad for one night, and he's allowed to be frustrated that was cut short. It might just be hormones, but his attitude is making me feel guilty about this. I don't know if OP's really the jerk for making them come back with them, but I do think OP's the jerk for heavily fighting on that point. Because in that situation, he was literally coming to you and saying, Hey, can I stay here? And you told him to his face, No, I want you to come back with me. What are they going to do, say no to their pregnant wife? I think it's pretty clear that OP gave them a near ultimatum to make there. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.